welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm Erin Summers, back again this week. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We have more free agent signings. And of course, the NFL League meetings are early this week. They started today. So should have some news trickling out from Phoenix over the next few days from across the league. The Saints, they've continued to lock up players for next season, signing free agent safety Jonathan Abram last week and re-signing defensive lineman Malcolm Roach and cornerback Isaac Yadam. I was able to sit down with all three of them, see what their excitement level is for this upcoming season, things that they're looking to work on, and of course, get to know them a little bit better. Abram is a first round pick, number 27 overall of the Oakland Raiders in the 2019 NFL Draft. He spent most of his first four seasons in Oakland and Las Vegas. 34 of his 36 career starts came with that franchise before he was released during the 2022 season and finished out last year with Green Bay in Seattle. He's totaled three interceptions, 14 passes defensed, two fumble recoveries, eight tackles for loss, nine quarterback hits, and 267 tackles in his career. Here's Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. We're excited to have you here. I mean, how nice is it to be so close to home? It's amazing. I look forward to it. I mean, being back home, you know, being able to be driving distance from my family, you know, it's amazing. So, you know, I can see those guys, you know, pretty much whenever, you know, and them being able to come out and experience games because, you know, that was like part of the problem. You know, everybody can't afford trips to Vegas, and mm-hmm. I'm certainly not going to pay for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas is definitely not a cheap place to live. Or no, visit. it's not. <laughs> it's a little different here, but you have just as much to do, lots of places to go eat. So I know you're going to have a lot of friends and family here. What are you looking forward to most about your first game in the Superdome? Honestly, like, just hearing the fans scream, who that? Who that? Who that said they're going to beat those things? <laughs> Like, because growing up, you know, being in the stands, um, and I remember coming back playing against the Saints this year, and I was so excited that during pregame when they cut the lights off and it was like, who that? I was on the sideline screaming, who that? And I'm like, oh, I got to remember, I'm playing against them today. I can't be, like, because it's a different feeling from being in the crowd versus being down there and they're screaming for you. Yeah. So you grew up a Saints fan. Yeah. When did that start? It's just kind of your family. I mean, always... it's just kind of the nature. You know, Mississippi doesn't have a team, so and mm-hmm. we've always been so close. And I have a lot of family members from New Orleans and other parts of Louisiana. So, you know, it's just kind of what everybody has always, you know, repped and, you know, what they claim. They claim the Saints. So yeah. you choose anything else, then they kind of they look at you funny. <laughs> you got drafted by the Raiders, spent majority of your career there, bounced around a little bit last year. So how are you going to make it stick here? What are you going to do on the field to kind of prove yourself? Um, more so just be myself, you know, go out and do do my best, you know, come to work every single day because I don't think it just starts on Sunday. It's a day-to-day process. Mm-hmm. So doing whatever is needed to be done, you know, showing the coaches, showing my teammates, you know, that this is where I want to be, you know, this is what I want to do and just finding a way to see me myself here. How much Saints gear do you have? Did you hold on to any when you were a kid? Of course. I have plenty Saints, plenty Saints jersey. I have a Deuce McAllister jersey at home, uh, you know, because he's from Mississippi. So, uh-huh. you know, he was one of my favorites growing up. A lot of hats, you know. The memorabilia is spread out. Yeah. For Deuce sure. is around here a lot. Oh, I, I heard. Yeah. So I look forward to that. Uh, what players, you know, you mentioned that you obviously knew Derek Carr because you played with him for a while. But what other players do you know on the team already? Um. Pretty much know a lot of people, um, you know, due to the fact that the NFL is kind of like a brotherhood. But mm-hmm. um, JT Gray, you know, went to college together. Me and Eric McCoy, we trained together pre-draft. Um, I know Alvin, you know, we've hung out. We have a lot of mutual friends as well. 
Um, me and Mike T as well, Cam Jordan, Malcolm Roach. Mm -hmm. The list is long, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so Tyron, you, yeah, Marcus. Yeah, you're going to fit right in. Yeah, obviously. I, I, I look Tyron forward and, to it. And uh, Marcus being fellow safeties. Yeah. Those yeah. are the two I cannot wait to hang out with the most. Me and Tyron, you know, we, we talked and we communicated a lot. You know, my first couple of years in the league when he was in Kansas City. Um, Marcus, I got to, you know, hang out with him because when he was in New York, I had a friend, um, DJ Jones, who got drafted up there. So I used to go spend a lot of time around and be around him. And both of them are really great guys. So just to, you know, it's a little different from on the outside looking in when you're not their teammate. Mm -hmm. But now to be able to, you know, interact with them on a day-to-day -day basis and, you know, hang out from time to time, you know, introduce our families and all the, the full. I look forward to all of that. So how making the most of our relationships. Yeah, how important is it to come into a situation where you already have a relationship with you know, the guys you're going to be playing with every day? Amazing. I mean, and, you know, those are some older guys who I can learn a lot from, mm -hmm. you know, especially like Tyran. You know, he's mm -hmm. been around for a while. You know, he was a college legend. I mean, a college le legend, you know, somebody who a lot of people looked up to, even myself, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, things I've told him. So, you know, to actually just be able to share the locker room and share the same secondary with them is – going to be amazing, you know, like I said, both of those guys have a lot of knowledge that they could teach me. So you mentioned that Derek Carr kind of recruited you <laughs> to come yeah. here, which is great, but it says a lot about you too, is yeah. that he wanted you to, to be here with him. Yeah, D.C. is my boy, man. We, you know, things didn't turn out how we quite planned, you know, in Vegas, you know, we kind of, you know, we gave all we had, you know, but, you know, they decided to go and go elsewhere and make different decisions, you know, and we can't control that, you know, so it's nothing to take personal. And, you know, like I said, me and, me and Derek, we talked a lot when I was there. And we talked pretty much since I we haven't been there. And so now I look forward to, you know, rekindling and, you know, being back around him and his family, you know, and just constantly, you know, spending time with him. The Saints defense has been known to be superb. Very good. <laughs> yes. How excited are you to, to learn from the guys around you, the coaches, be a part of that group? I think that's what I'm most excited for because, you know, they play football how it's meant to be played down here. So, you know, I want to come be a part of that, you know. Physical, tough. Physical, tough. Yeah. Yes. Tell me about this Instagram you have for your dog. Mm, hey, I'm Ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves Ammo. <laughs> so Ammo is like a little human. Literally, <laughs> I tell people. So, like, it's the craziest thing. Like, the dog talks. The dog, like, he, he's a strange little guy. You know, he's full of emotion. <laughs> he hangs out. And, like, when I take him out to meet people, they're like, man, this is the best dog ever. And I'm like, I try to tell everybody. So he's going to be here. Yeah, he Elmo will definitely be here. And if the coaches allow me to bring him around, I will definitely bring him around. He'll be kind of like a little mascot. Yeah. Dress him up for on Halloween, give him some gold stripes. We call him the New Orleans, the New Orleans Tiger. I will, I love that. He can hang out in my office. Yeah, if, and if, the man will literally come in here and just hang out. Okay, good. You have to watch him though. He'll be got up in a chair sitting there like he's trying to do work. <laughs> All right, what kind of dog is it? A South African Borble. Have you always been a dog person? I have. Um, yeah. I had thirteen dogs before I went off to college. I had to sell all of them. Wait, what, like at home? Yeah, and I had horses too. Two horses, two horses, and thirteen dogs. That's a lot to keep up with. Not really. I mean, you kind of just hang out. We all hang out. We all. I mean, the hardest part is just feeding everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right, so you're definitely a dog person. Um, what kind of music do you like? I listen to everything, literally. Like, my music selection is very broad. But lately, I'm very into the Spanish music. Shout out to Bad Bunny. 
What's um your your favorite meal for post game? Favorite post game meal. I wouldn't say it's a meal, but after we if, especially if we have a victory, I like to treat myself to ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. What flavor? I don't really have a specific Do, whenever, flavor. It just depends on how I feel. Some days I go in and get mint with chocolate. Some days I go in and get cheesecake with Oreos. Sometimes I get cheesecake mixed with strawberry with graham crackers and strawberries. Sometimes I go in and get butterscotch. Like It just depends. Just ice cream. Just I've ice gotten cream. a lot of wings from people when I've asked this question. It's like a lot of guys like wings after games. Oh, I love chicken, though. Chicken is on the <laughs> menu every day. I can eat chicken 365. Do you have any nicknames? Um, John, Jaguar, Dagger, a lot of names. I was going to stop you because John's not really a nickname. It's just kind of like a short name. Abbreviation. It's, yeah. But what were the other ones? Jaguar? Is Jaguar, Dagger. Um, ironically, I'm looking at your board. The board says Dagger behind us. And it's circle. It must be God. It must be a sign. It must be fate. Does your religion, your faith, come into play a lot as far as your journey in football? Yeah, I mean, and the biggest thing was, you know, and that kudos to Derek. You know, Derek has truly brought me closer to God and, you know, the things that really matter, you know, because, you know, I look at D.C. and, you know, he's been through a lot more than I have, you know. Despite me bouncing around, playing quarterback in the NFL is very, very hard. Mm -hmm. You know, he takes a lot of scrutiny and he doesn't receive half the praise that he should. And so it's like, you know, yeah, he makes good money, but it's just like those things are tough, you know, to have to deal with every single day, you know, to be expected to be perfect at pretty much all times. And, you know, one mistake, you know, can cost the game, you know. And so to have to deal with that, I give him a lot of credit. And, you know, and being around him, I wanted to figure out, you know, like how does he – he never wavers, you know. It's like, you know, even after a game and he may not have played his best and it's just like – I'm looking at him in the locker room. He's he's encouraging guys, you know, reminding guys to, you know, stay the course, you know, things are going to be okay. And so just being around him, you know, just talking with him, I'm like, you know, what what brings that out of you? You know, what? how are you this way? And so his factor has always been God. So I tried to implement it into my life, and it has helped me tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, I know you'll probably link up with Tamario Davis, but he talks about that frequently as well. He's been a very big staple as far as, keeping faith you know, foremost yeah. in your life. Before I let you go, what are three things that you think this fan base needs to know about you? I'm here to help us win the Super Bowl. I'm going to give everything I got every single play. And who that? Perfect. Who that? Who that is that? So basically you're saying play. you need to be the guy that starts the chant at some point. Oh, at some point. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going to uh, – like, I can only imagine what Sundays are going to be like here. It's a lot of fun, and it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, you know time I mean? is fine. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing you on the field. I know it'll probably happen over OTAs, training camp, and then that first game here. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you for having me, though. Thank you. Appreciate Jonathan giving us that time. Now on to defensive lineman Malcolm Roach. Roach was originally signed by New Orleans as an undrafted free agent in 2020 out of the University of Texas. In three seasons with the Saints, he's played in 29 games with five starts. He had 52 tackles, one sack, which came last season, one interception, one pass defense, six quarterback hits, and four stops for loss. Malcolm, thank you for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I appreciate it. We're excited to have you back here with the Saints for a little bit longer, at least. Yeah. What are you looking forward to the most about being back here? Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back in that dome again. Uh, 
you know, it's a feeling that I don't take for granted, feeling that, you know, I've been trying to feel my entire life. Uh, you know, being from Louisiana, we always say we got to make it to the Dome in high school, and now me to be able to professionally work in there. Um, and that's something I'm looking forward to. Also looking forward to just getting things rolling, you know. Got this um, new team that we're putting together. Uh, got some great pieces. Uh, ready to see how they fit in. You know, we got some good personalities around here. Uh, I think everything's going to click good. You were just talking to the media, and you said you still have some of that old flavor in the locker room yeah. now. What does that mean? I mean, you can't you can't give up all the sauce, you know what I mean? We got to <laughs> keep some, but uh, we still got to add new ingredients to it, I want to say. You know, still keeping old cornerstone guys like, you know, Cam Jordan, DeMario, uh, AK, guys like that, JT Gray. You know, those guys been here for a while now, and they know the culture that we have here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being able to, you know, uh, give them a little bit of our old flavor, things like that. But, you know, you also got guys coming with experience, you know. Uh, you got Big Collin coming in. He done won two Super Bowls. So, you know, that's something that that um, that we need. And, you know, he has the experience, the postseason experience and things like that. And, you know, could tell us what it takes to get there. You know, bringing in another guy like uh, Jamal Williams, one of the mm-hmm. best running backs in the league. And he has a great personality. So, um those new personalities, I think, is going to mesh good, bringing in a new quarterback and, you know, um, ready just to, um, you know, get to work and have fun. There are going to be a lot of personalities in that yeah. locker room, that's for sure. You have your family here with you today. You grew up just down the road in Baton Rouge. How cool is it to continue your career here with the Saints? Uh, like I always say, it's a blessing. Um, you know, my mom didn't want me to go nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, just me telling her the business side of thing, I was like, I might not be there for forever, but, yeah. you know, just getting an extra year and being able to do it again. Um, you know, I see the smile that it put on her face, uh, put on my dad's face every time they walk in that dome. Um, you know, every time they come down for practice. I remember when I was a little kid, I used to come see Deuce McAllister practice and mm-hmm. stuff right outside. So, um, you know, just being able to keep it, uh, keep it close, um, keep it in the family. Um, and I also uh, still get a little bit of my mom's cooking, so it's good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you mentioned that you watched the Super Bowl to go to bed. Have you ever watched the whole thing, though? I watched the whole thing plenty of times. Okay, all, all right. the way to church. Just Supporter. had to make sure. <laughs> I'm watching all the way to Tracy Porter catch the interception. I'm going crazy. I'm still going crazy. <laughs> we got to get back there. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to. You still give back to the community a lot there in Baton Rouge, especially the Boy Scouts. Were you a Boy Scout growing up? Um, yeah, I was a Boy Scout. With my our Boy Scouts, like we had Boy Scouts, and it just stopped out of nowhere one time. But it was more like a like a, a church thing, a guys' okay. club. Like uh, we had men in my church that you know watched over us and you know took us camping and things like that. Kind of like a mentor program. And, uh, sure, that was big to me. Uh, my uh. I got. I have um, two cousins. They were girls. With three cousins, they were Girl Scouts. So they give me a little bit of a little scout. Um, you know how that goes. You know. Yeah, the Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, the Girl Scout cookies <laughs> and things like that. That's key, obviously. <laughs> you actually have talked about how much you've had to alter your sleep schedule, eating, all that kind of stuff. I remember you talking about that training season last training mm-hmm. camp last season. How has that improved your game? Uh, first of all, I have more energy. <laughs> like, first of all, just eating better, you know, I'm able to, you know, come up here every day. The soreness don't sit in as much as it used to anymore. Uh, but just knowing the type of lifestyle I want to live, uh, the type of lifestyle it takes to be a professional athlete. Uh, a lot of people told me the things I had to do, but you really wouldn't, you got to go through it. You got to mm-hmm. experience it and know, okay, this is what I got to do. This works best for me and things like that. So, um, you know, just growing up too, you know, um, 
you know, cooking things and, you know, um, you know, having, you know, the type of the right greens in your body, you know, not just going home eating junk food and things like that no more. Uh, it changed, changed me a lot. You know, it changed me for last year. My body changed and we're still working on changing my body and, um, you know, just help me play the way I play with uh, energy. You got your first career sack last season. Just take me through that moment. <laughs> it was a crazy moment because I really didn't think I got the sack. I really thought <laughs> – um, I really thought Kenny Pickett shook me, to be honest, and mm-hmm. uh, but I tripped him up just enough. And, like, I was showing my uh, best friend the highlight, and he was like, man, he shook you. I said, nah, his knee hit the ground, though, so that's a, a sack is a sack. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, finally being able to get one, that's something, uh, you know, I talked about, you know, I always wanted to get a sack. So, you know, finally getting one, um, you know, just like they say, they go come in bunches, so I look forward to getting a lot more. Yeah, definitely. You sing and you play the piano. <laughs> Yeah. What kind of music? What's the genre you go for? Um, I like I, I like good music. You know, um, my household was a lot of you know R and B things like that. Uh, me being me, I like hip hop. But I also you know got a Texas background. Like love a little country, <laughs> uh, little Zydeco here and there. You know, uh, love gospel music. Um, so I like any type of good music. Pop. I listen to all of it. Okay, we're going to have to get you to sing at some point, maybe play the piano. We don't have to do it now. I won't put you on the spot. But you do get the aux cord a lot in the locker room. Yeah. How did that happen? Because um, I would always play music like in the D-line room, and Sha Locker was right next to me. He was like, man, go get the aux cord. Go get the, go get the, uh, go get the speaker. And um, during camp, it was just uh, at the uh, Chauncey left, it was so quiet and things like that because he always played music. <laughs> And we was oh, listening to camp, he talks a lot. and it was it was so quiet, and we just needed some type of music, and you know who doesn't like music? Just something that you know keep you floating throughout the day, and um, you know it just became a, you know every day come in after practice get the Oz card, and you know Will and um, Will and Zach and um, Tano and JT they never complain about it. They they were like when you go get on the music, bro. Yeah. So it just became like a go to thing. So come in and just get the music. Uh, have everything right for the media when they come in and stuff. Yeah, there's a variety of music <laughs> yeah. that's played. How do you vibe. decide each day? Uh, it's according to how I'm feeling. Okay. According to how I'm feeling. If I practice good, you know, I want to have some good music. Uh, if I probably had a bad practice, I probably have some chill music, try to get my mind right. So, um, and on Friday, we always playing good music on Friday, Fast Friday. So, um, so uh, it's just according to what I feel like playing. And, you know, I take requests, too. So yeah. Will send in things. Uh, Tano send in things. Do Mike, I, I get to make requests? Know. You can make a request. <laughs> I see you looking all the time. Just just say what you want to hear. All right, what is something Saints fans don't know about you yet? Uh, Something Saints fans don't know about me. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm pretty much open. Um, I just uh, got to a big thing where I just um, – started loving photography and uh, things like that and, you know, editing photos and, you know, uh, you know, working with people, creating content, uh, not just content for the Internet, but just, you know, scrapbooks and things like that and, uh, you know, seeing, um, seeing like, you know, the skyline and things like that. Um, and I just love beautiful sightings and, uh, you know, you got to keep that in your memory bank. So how best way to do it is taking pictures of it. Do you have any vacations planned for the off season then? Um, well, I, um, we had a vacation plan to Colorado. It got canceled. I wanted to go on a little snow and things like that and just have fun. But um, yeah, um, I'm gonna try to go to uh, probably like Mexico somewhere uh, when we get done with like workouts and stuff. Just take a little trip. Uh, we took a D line trip to Canada. Went mm-hmm. to Canada. Canada was great. Great time out there. And, um, they say they want to try to do a part two, so I'll be down to do a part two. So wherever they choose to go to, I'll be ready.
Very fun. I see you at a lot of the Pelicans games. So you still following basketball? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, we got to make that play in, too. So we got to make sure we get right. We getting Zion back soon. Uh, Herb doing his thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Jose about to come off an injury. B.I. is going crazy right now. So uh, I've been loving the Pelicans since they was the Hornets, though. You know, since they had the pinstripe jerseys on. Tyson Chandler, Chris Paul, Paige Storyakovich, like the Crescent City Connection, all those things. So uh, just part of you know, growing up on that team and, um, you know, I love the Pelicans, love to be able to go to the games now and, you know, get close to the action and, mm -hmm. you know, just see the type of athletes that these guys are and um, see how big these guys are, to be honest, and for them to be doing what they do. Uh, and also being a professional athlete, I know what they have to do to take mm -hmm. care of their bodies, the wear and tear and things like that. So, um I love going to the games, especially like on like a weekend or like a Thursday just to get kick back and relax and take your mind off of things. Yeah, the fans there are a lot of fun. The environment's great. Same as the Superdome. For the new players that are signing here, what do they need to know about the fans and, and playing in the Superdome? Uh, they need to learn about playing with we – we have a unique fan base, uh, I want to say. They, first of all, they have to get thick skin because they're going to let you know if you messed up. <laughs> and not saying, like, they go going to do you bad, but they go, hey, bro, you know you you know you know dropped that pass over. We saw, like, so um, our fans – but our fans are, you know, close to us. They come to practice and go crazy with us. Mm -hmm. They they sit – they stand outside in the heat with us while we're practicing and everything. So, um it's a passionate, uh, it's a passionate uh, state, passionate city, and um, you know they're gonna love it. You know that dome gets so loud. You go see there's a different type of culture down here. You know, um, get to experience things like Mardi Gras where you really get to see the fans and things like that. So, and you were on a float, right? I was on the float yeah. every year. Every year I'm on the float, having the time of my life. <laughs> I mean, growing up, being a part of that culture and and being able to finally be on a float, how cool is that? Oh, it's real cool. Because growing up, you see the guys. Like, you mm -hmm. see Drew Brees on the float and things like that. You see uh, – you get to see that all the time. And, you know, you tell yourself, like, man, I want to do that when I get older one day. And, you know, to finally be able to do it and finally be able to bring my family along to do it, uh, it's fun. Like I say, it's a blessing. It's a blessing from God. You know, sometimes I still don't need to be able to believe it. But, you know, the more the more every year go by, I'm able to get uh, used to it and, you know, get used to the fans and things like that. And, and I was just a part of my life. Well, congratulations on all of your success signing again here, and hopefully the next parade is a Super Bowl parade. Nah, for real. Thank you. Cornerback <laughs> Isaac Yadam was selected by the Denver Broncos in the third round of the 2018 NFL Draft out of Boston College. After starting the season in Houston last year, he made an impact on the Saints special team units in the final six games. He recorded two tackles and is going to compete for snaps in both the secondary and on coverage units in 2023. Overall, he's played in 70 career games with 20 starts for the Broncos, Giants, Packers, Texans, and the Saints. Isaac, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I appreciate it. Congratulations on signing your deal. What are you looking forward to the most about this upcoming season? Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. Um, I'm looking forward to making it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Just making it to the playoffs, getting more games in. Uh, winning a bunch of games, hopefully trying to make it to a Super Bowl because, you know, it's possible. Every year is possible. So doing everything I can to help the team out and just win one game at a time. You've been on five different teams in six seasons. So how good is it for you to be back with the same team, you know, that you ended with last year? 100%. It, feel, it feels really good not to be going anywhere else. Uh, after the season, that's one thing I told my agent. I was like, I want to be back with the Saints. Uh, 
soon as they let me know they want me back, I'm there. Uh, I ended off the season really happy with the Saints. Uh, there's different things I could build on from last season, and I'm happy that I get a chance to come back and be able to do that. What did you like so much about being a part of this organization? Um, You know, I, lo I love the coaches. I love the way the, the organization, they treat us as players. Uh, Everything there is really professional, you know, come Sunday every single week uh, we're prepared we're, our legs are fresh we're ready to go um I love running out of that tunnel at the, at the uh, stadium it's nothing like it when the lights are off uh, the first time I did it you know the best feeling in the world I want to do that many more times yeah what are some of your offseason goals then to kind of build off of what you were able to do last year you know just uh stay healthy uh be faster uh 100% uh, no no missed tackles 100% tackle rate that's my was my biggest thing every single year is don't miss any single tackles, you know. Of course, uh, playing special teams, I got to be super fast. So just building on that and then just staying true. Don't not forgetting to perfect my craft at corner because, um, like I was saying earlier, when that opportunity comes, I'll be ready. What are some of the stuff you're up to this offseason? What do you like to do outside of football? Uh, I like to do a lot. I don't like to stay home. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm always outdoors. Uh, I like the golf. I just came from the Bahamas on the NFL PA event. I was with our kicker, Will, over there, and, uh, of course, he whooped me, but uh, I like to golf a lot, uh, fish, uh, jet ski, just be outdoors. What was that event like? Because I saw, yeah, it was like Will was there. Um, Mark. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Yeah. It, it, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, I think it was the first event that they actually had. Uh, I think it was the first event that they actually had, so uh, – it was actually uh sorry it paused for a second. Oh, you're fine. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, we got out there. They let us bring you know plus three, so we brought you know our girlfriends, our family. Uh, they treated us super well. You know they took care of everything, so that's always great. And we just went out there, and everything just got so competitive. I think on the last day, we spent five hours on the course playing eighteen holes just because we were competing and talk talking so much trash to each other. So it was actually a lot of fun, and can't wait to do it next year. Yeah, that's awesome that you guys get to spend some time, you know, off of the field and together outside of football stuff. I, I was looking at your Twitter, which you have not seemed to use in quite some time. Yeah, I don't use Twitter anymore. Yeah. It's just out just, there. Yeah, I got a, yeah, I got to log back in. I think I deleted the app. I deleted like a bunch of apps now. So I just have like TikTok for a while. So I got to get a little active now. Okay, so there was something that you commented on. You said that you never got anything from the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> that was a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was funny, but uh, that's true because uh, I grew up uh, first generation Ghanaian. Uh, my parents were uh, from Ghana, came over here, uh, had me, my brothers, and my sisters, and it's just something funny because, like, African parents, most of the time, they don't really know that culture, like, in Ghana, there is no such thing as a tooth fairy. So I remember being uh, young and literally I, every year for like for a while, I'll break, my teeth would come out. I'm so happy. Even a dollar, wake up the next day, ain't nothing there. So I learned <laughs> quick that there was no such thing as a tooth fairy. So, <laughs> but it's it's something that, uh, of course, uh, I had to teach my parents, you know what I mean? And now, you know, when my little sister was born, me and my brothers would always put a, a dollar under her pillow and stuff like that and, you know, make it good for her. Same thing I'm going to do for my kids. But, I hope everybody got a good laugh out of that. That's awesome. How have you kind of married both of those cultures in your upbringing and who you are now? Yeah, um, you know, that def it defined who I am. Uh, just like, 
you know, where I come from, my culture, everybody worked really hard to get where they are. And that's something that is instilled within me. So, like, everything I do, I'm going to do it respectfully to the people who are helping me out. And I'm going to do it at 100% because I know one thing, tomorrow ain't guaranteed. And it's such a gift for me to be where I am, you know, coming from a family who came here with nothing. And now me being in the NFL, being a part of that 1% is so big. So I'm always grateful, so thankful. Um, and, you know, it's something I love, you know, being part of a different culture, teaching people and informing people about a different culture. He went to school, Boston College, majored in communication. So it may be a long ways down the line, but do you want to get into sports broadcasting, that industry at all? I don't know. Probably not, but <laughs> had a great time at Boston College, learned a lot, met a, lot, a bunch of good people. I'm um, not sure what I'm going to do yet, but I don't know if I'm going to broadcast yet or anything. But I do love talking, but I'm kind of shy. So <laughs> I got, it takes me a second to kind of just get open up to the people I don't know. All right. Fair enough. Well, we look forward to seeing you back on the field here soon. We'll see you over the summer. And then, of course, running out on the field in the Superdome before we know it. There we go. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate all of those guys sitting down, taking some time so we can get to know them a little bit better. I know everyone's really excited for this upcoming season, and you can tell that they are as well. You can continue to follow along on NewOrleansSaints.com for news from the NFL League meetings and any other signings. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.